0: To the Let's Talk BS podcast. I'm Brian.
1: And I'm Sophia. And we're coming to you live from the
0: 757.
1: Good afternoon. Hey,
0: good afternoon, Sophia. How you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing?
0: Can't complain. It's good. It's good. I
1: can't hear myself.
0: You can't hear yourself? No. Oh man, that ain't good.
1: <laughs> I guess not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can hear myself loud and clear. like check, my check. Yeah, we good. We yeah. good. We good.
1: We'll get past it.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you loud enough anyway. A lot of times, I'm the one that need to speak up a little bit louder. That's true. So you know, I that's think true. you'll, I think you'll be fine. So mm-hmm. how's everything going for you today?
1: Uh, everything is going pretty good. This morning, I um, I went to my initial uh chiropractic uh exam. Okay. Or I don't know. I think that's what it's called. Where you they do your X-rays and all that good stuff. So I was in there kind of nervous because I heard other people getting adjusted, and I was like, oh my god. <laughs>
0: Is this is your first time going to a I guess you said it's the exam, so I'm assuming it's your first time like ever going, or is this your first mm-hmm. time here? Ever. Okay. Ever. Okay. First what time. makes you uh what made you go? Like you're having some Just back pain. Hair,
1: well, neck pain. Neck yes, pain, okay. But just hearing, uh, like, a bunch of different people say, like, oh, my God, it's the best thing. It is, yeah. And so, I think I've heard, I've heard you yeah, say I've stuff said, about yeah, you yeah. going, and then Cameron, which is our marketing director, yeah. a couple of real estate agents that I know, even our, our partner, Laura, like, yeah. everybody um, pretty much stands by it. So, I was like, okay, having in this pain, let me just try it, see yeah. if it helps. Because massages, for me, is, is not, like, something that I love. To me, they're painful. I mm. like facials,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and if I do get a massage, I don't like the deep tissue.
0: I was gonna say, so you're saying massages are painful. So I know that now the deep tissue, it could be Every very painful. But if you just get like a re- I mean, even if you just get like a regular massage with low pressure, you're, it's still painful for you. No, nah, it's
1: not as painful, yeah. but it, it's it. It's, it's not, not. It's pleasurable. not. Yeah, it's not yeah, something you, where I'm like, oh my god, I need feel, a massage.
0: I got, you, right? I got you. I got you. Because after when you get a massage, you're supposed to like it's supposed to be relaxing and all that so you're saying that you you don't get that no but when okay, i get a I facial i do okay <laughs> it's a
1: different like it's so good i gotcha. love facials and then you know facials because i'm i'm colored look i'm an <laughs> african-american woman most of the time i got some type of extension in my hair okay. um besides today look <laughs> but most of the time i do and so with a facial typically they do head massages and i can't usually get that mm. and so what they do is is instead of the head massage they'll do neck and arms and hands mm-hmm. and so i opt for that and i love it
0: okay that's yeah, good that's, my that's favorite. good. that's good yeah chiropractor man is um it's good man i uh i remember i started going about four years ago so brooke um she was having some back pain uh when she had our when we had our first child Mm-hmm. And, um, so she started to go to the chiropractor and then she would tell me about it. And I've always had like, you know, playing sports, I've always had like neck pains, shoulder pains. Um, it's even weird. Like I'll, even to this day it still happens, but not as much. Um, like I'll wake up in the middle of the night and my fingers will be numb. Um, they I like asked nerve. me about that
1: today too. They I was did like, ask no. me about
0: that. Yeah. Yeah. So I've, I have a various things, but I've always, you know, us men, I'll speak for the men on this one. You know, we kind of just like we just all we try to make no excuses we try to you know hey keep going keep going so Brooke was adamant about me uh checking out the chiropractor she's like you may really have something you know going on with yourself or whatever and so I went and they were like yeah man your back is jacked up they were like yo so you know we're glad you're going now and I've been going you know consistently for the last four years so I'm, I'm eager One to made hear her go um I mean after she had Nile. but
1: like I understand that like but what what pushed her to go like Having the baby alone correct doesn't usually push you in that direction. So they
0: said it was, was something. It like
1: doctor recommended? I think was it, it a was, friend? I
0: think it was doctor, uh, doctor recommended because I remember her sciatic nerve. I remember she was having issues with her sciatic nerve. And I think that they had mentioned something about a chiropractor. And, and mm. it was funny because we had hit our out-of-pocket max for the year. People know about that when it comes to insurance. So everything that you do after that is free. Mm-hmm. So we were like, hey, miles away go and try whatever we could try, you uh-huh. know, during that time or whatever. So I think a little bit of all of those is what right look at <laughs> <laughs> right i think a little bit of all of those is what co- you know it's like hey you know let's go check it out and she went and she spoke glowingly of it and so then um you know the day uh, she invited me to go and then i went like i said i've been going consistent i think i go more than her now you know so um i can't yeah. wait
1: until my first adjustment even though i'm scared to death doctors do What are you scared different. of? Oh i just like
0: how they be cracking and stuff like that like the noise and like
1: Maybe. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter what's happening. I mean what do you like when you
0: when you're scared of something, like you're think you're scared of something happening. Like so I'm saying like what is the what are you scared of? You don't you're just doctors. scared of the unknown? Oh doctors. The unknown. Okay, yeah. okay, I, got you.
1: Yeah. I got you.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, I feel like
1: every time you go to the doctor it's something bad. Like <laughs> I, 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 maybe that's, that stems from both of my parents passing away and all yeah. that stuff. But I don't know. I know every time I go to a doctor, I get nervous. Like, I agree. Yeah, anxiety to, the, to yeah. the degree of like I can walk in a doctor. You know how every time you go to your doctor's office and they check your they check your vitals.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: My blood pressure is always <laughs> high when I go, and <laughs> somehow they can tell that it's the nervousness. I don't yeah. know how they can tell, and then they'll redo it and I'm fine.
0: Yeah, I've had that happen to me before, man. It's, it's it was a while ago. I think I'm better now. Um, like I the last like maybe four or five years I haven't had any issues like that but I was I'm, I'm like that as well I do get anxiety going to the doctor I'm always thinking that you know and I guess it's just for me you know I'm 36 now and I've really lived a I have haven't had any health issues my whole life so I guess you yeah. know it's crazy my mindset is always you know positive I'm always you know half full I always tell you and preach that but mm-hmm. for whatever reason I'm always thinking like yo this may be the time they tell me something crazy because All I'm right. like I've never had anything help with me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I keep in relatively good shape. You know what I'm saying? I can be better. But I'm definitely not as bad as I know some other folks or whatnot. So I, I think I'm relatively decently healthy. But I'm just like, man, this time they're going to tell me something crazy. And I'm just going to shock my world or whatever. Yeah. So see, I can understand that. And
1: then doctor's offices isn't the, the worst. It's, it's actually hospital visits that really, like, have me going. Hospital visits, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah I can, see, yeah. That. I can see that. I can
1: see that. But I could walk in there with somebody else and be fine. Yeah. If it's if it's you or if it's like a per someone someone other than myself, well, let's go. What you scared <laughs> of? Like, you know? Get me in there. I'm like quiet. quiet don't know what to mouse. say.
0: <laughs> you silly man. But anyway,
1: moving moving forward. <laughs> okay.
0: So how was uh how was last week? Last weekend or last week. What'd Let me you do? see.
1: Last weekend, uh, you know me, Sundays volleyball that's like a dedication type yeah. of thing
0: yeah
1: um and then last weekend was
0: no super bowl yes yeah, super super bowl. Bowl. yeah
1: i didn't i watched all the way up until rihanna performed honestly because i was tired that weekend i think i hit like this uh this uh i don't know what was wrong with me i just got exhausted okay and so I went and laid down pretty much the whole weekend. I didn't okay. really do anything, except for, you know, I got some work calls, but that was just, like, quick five-minute call. Mm-hmm. I didn't really have to, like, do too, too much. So I just exhausted. So when the day of the Super Bowl came, I didn't cook anything. We ordered out. I actually ordered Panera.
0: Panera? Hold on, hold on, hold on, yep. hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Let me, I ordered Panera. I like football, my football fan, I'm throwing flag on the play. <laughs> <laughs> you said you ordered Panera for the I Super tri-
1: Bowl? Yeah. What? I wasn't feeling good. So they had to they had to get on my train. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> so oh, man. I ordered some some Panera. And then um, I watched um, the first half. And then I watched Rihanna's performance, which I think she did great. Yeah. I know there was a lot of people <clears throat> in the media saying that it was, like, the worst performance. Yeah. People wild it,
0: man. I think people just be wanting to talk. Like, I, honestly, I really feel... I've been feeling this way for. They want
1: clicks. They want
0: um. Yeah, clickbait. Yeah. Like I, I feel people minutes. say. I feel people say things to go against like popular belief just just to start an argument. Yeah. Just like I really feel that there's. I mean, I, matter of fact, I'm almost certain that that's how people do. Because yeah. come on, man. Like what what made that like now? Don't get me wrong. People who know Rihanna, she's not no dancing, entertaining type of person like that. So if for like, you expecting that, I that. That to, me, like, yeah, that to me like Yeah, that to me you gotta expect like yo, like she's never been that. So no. why would you all of a sudden think now after she just had a kid, you know, I mean obviously we found out that she's pregnant again. Right? And
1: then the fact that she was pregnant in the air like that just yeah, man. Wow, that fascinated me because but, Yeah. You know, when you're pregnant, I swear everyone thinks we're handicapped. Like you can't <laughs> do anything. You don't know, they don't want you to lift nothing, they don't want you running
0: yeah. unless
1: you've been running, they don't want you on roller coasters, I'm they sure don't she want to on nothing. Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure she got the best doctors in the world, Listen. so I'm pretty sure it is. But it's but, still. <clears throat> now nah, you're right though. You're 100 right. A risk. You're 100 percent right. And
1: The fact that she was up there performing for all these fans, and
0: yeah, I think, like I said, I think drag she dragged her
1: like that was just ridiculous.
0: I think she did a dope job. Like I said, for me, I mean, she was up in the air, like the graphics, the animation, just like mm-hmm. the dancing, like the people, like. The Muse, like, she has hits. I knew she had hits, but I even was, like, you know, they even did, like, just not her songs, but songs that she just, like, was featured on or Mm -hmm. whatever, which made it dope, because she has a lot of great features. So I thought it was really, really cool. But, again, like I said, I think people should be saying stuff, just be saying stuff, man. You know what I mean? So
1: Now, what was funny (laughs) was uh, when we did find out that she was pregnant, right? Yeah. So (laughs) I had had one of my cousins call me. She was like, the fact that she's pregnant, she was like, if you look at her performance, all the little white people look like sperm. <laughs> and oh. she looked like...
0: She oh, looked the, ed, like, the, the, red, the red jump? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
1: was like, yeah, I can see that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yo, what in the world? <laughs> that was
1: her way of coming out and that being was her pregnant. <laughs> way. Oh, wow.
0: Well, yeah, she did a moment. She like kind of like, you know, put she her, her belly. belly yeah, so that was like, oh. Because I remember, and it was funny, because, you know, I was watching at the uh, Super Bowl, which, to me... Great Super Bowl. I was rooting for the Chiefs because the Eagles beat my Niners, and the Chiefs won. Patty Mahomes, you know, legendary quarterback. They came back and won the game. The game went exactly how I thought. But great Super Bowl. Um, And so for the Super Bowl for me, excuse me, my folks came over. So my mom and my dad came Mm -hmm. over. My mother-in-law came over as well. Mm -hmm. And um, so I was tasked with the the cooking. So I made uh, made some ribs and made some um, some wings as well. And then uh, my mother, she brought some deviled eggs over. Then we have, I think my dad brought some baked beans as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was cool. We had, we had we had some food, basically just barbecued, I guess you could say, in a sense.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse so me. What it sound like to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. So it was good. It was good. Everybody enjoyed the food. Um, you
1: had it, a cookout.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was a cookout. It was a cookout. It was good. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm surprised you like Panera. I'm like, whoa, like that's that's like against the, the the Super Bowl rules, you know what I mean? So, But I, I, know, I understand you say you weren't feeling well. So, nah, so.
1: I wasn't. <clears throat> Not at all. Not yeah. that we kid. I was... I probably could have swung it if I had every because I wanted to make wings and then I also wanted to make um, spinach artichoke dip. Yeah. Um, and
0: matter of fact, let me mention too. Brooke made uh, her chicken dip. Her uh, it was really really good. What's up? Uh, buffalo chicken dip.
1: I don't like buffalo chicken dip. Yeah.
0: It it was really good. She didn't this time. She normally she normally puts blue cheese in it. Mhm. Um, but she said this time she wanted to try it without the blue cheese, mm-hmm. and it still was really good. It was but she good. said, yeah, she said that. Uh, she she likes it better with the blue cheese though, yeah. but it's good.
1: Did you did y'all? I'm curious to know did yeah. y'all finish it? Like, cause, uh, that's the reason why I don't make cheese dip is because never when finish it's it. just us, never finish it. It's always so much, and then the cleanup for the cheese dip is just it's... that's a
0: lot. So, so the answer to answer your question, no, stopped. we kept it in the crock like you know, like you take the like the the crock part crock pot container out, and so we put it in the refrigerator. We actually heated up and had it the next day. It was oh okay, together. yeah. So we I think we. We we put a a pretty decent dent in it the next day. Um, but we, okay. we still didn't finish finish it all. Yeah. yeah. It was really good though. Every time she makes it, I mean, we've had like neighbors where like, you know, we go to their pool or kickouts or whatever. The like Yabur they get it. yeah, they request yeah. it. Like that's like her one of her um her things, man. So it was it was really, really good. Um Super Bowl was dope. Like I said, I always liked the Super Bowl. My dad came over, we was able to sit there and talk and joke around and it was pretty cool. Um we had like a little surprise for him, um, because his birthday was earlier that week. Um, mm-hmm. so we had a surprise little, like, you know, sung happy birthday to him, and he got kind of emotional, um, so it was pretty cool, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's my guy, man, so it was pretty cool. My, me and my son, we hooked him up with some nice gifts. Um, so, yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty cool, man. The weekend, on Saturday, I didn't do much at all. Um, now had his game, um, so we went to his game, uh, and, that, and he did really well uh, in his game, but outside of that, I mean, it was just your normal, and we kind of got prepared. We got, you know, got everything ready for the Super Bowl because we kind of knew that was going to be the – the yeah. Center of the weekend, so yeah, yeah,
1: and then we what we rolled into Monday. <clears throat> Monday, I had a meeting. I went to this place called uh Park Lane in um, Kinsville. Lane. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, had a meeting. That to, used to be the, um, the uh, it's
0: crazy, so and I'll let you jump in my fault mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, Park Lane cut me off this week, I huh? did, I am, I am, I'm in it, right? Y'all see, uh, last week he <laughs> was on something, this week he. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Park Lane, um, because that area She's she's talking about is is the area I kind of grew up as far as like where my high school was at. So uh, there used to be an old Ruby Tuesdays uh, back in the day where Park Mm. Lane is now. So we used to kind of frequent that, you know, like on like game nights after the game or whatever. But go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Park Lane.
1: Yeah, so we went there. Um, I'm getting ready to have a uh, short-term rental home buying seminar. And so we kind of met there, had a meeting, so we can kind of discuss the details of this particular home buying seminar that's coming up. So that was pretty cool. Um, That day, I still was kind of exhausted a little bit. So um, we also had that morning, I think the forecast, the economic forecast that that I did not go to just because I didn't want to come that morning, but I did go out and I uh, attended that particular meeting. And then, shoot, that we rolled right into Valentine's Day on Tuesday.
0: Yeah. So I'll touch real quick on the forecast. forecast. Yeah. Yeah, the forecast was really good, man. Barry Habib, man. He's he's very knowledgeable, man. He's mm-hmm. He's been on all your, you know, CNN, CNBCs. Um, you know, he's he's been everywhere. And he's normally been pretty spot on with his predictions as far as how the market mm-hmm. um, is going and, you know, how things. And what I liked about it is he explained it. Like, he dumbed it down. Because we okay. had, like, people that we invited to listen. Because a lot of times excuse me you know the number one question i would say um there's two questions i get almost like every day what are interest rates yep and then yeah and how's the market like that's literally i get that question all the time like more than how asking me how how i'm doing or how it's or
1: where is the direction yeah where's where's the market going going? yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah so i get that question a lot so um you know this was pretty good i invited some of my colleagues um, who asks those questions a lot, so they can kind of mm-hmm. hear straight from the source. Yes. Um, you know, and he was very was you know very eloquent in, in how he was explaining you know the process and how he was explaining how inflation and how the numbers are. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, basically what he what he said, is kind of summarizing, is that you know rates they're going to be a little bit bumpy for the next month or two. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, and we've already started to see that. You know, literally he said that on Monday, and then mm-hmm. the rest of last week. I mean, rates. You know, we had a, a an uptick in rates um, for the first time. And I think the last five or six weeks they have been going down pretty steadily. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this that was the first week where they went up. Um, so he mentioned that. But he did say that this spring, so around like April, May-ish time frame, you're going to see a noticeable uh, decline in rates, um, you know, as things start to progress and uh, as, as information starts to come out. So um, definitely looking forward to that. I mean, i I mean, the spring buying season, you know, is definitely the, the busiest time for us. Um, that's when a lot of folks are looking to try to purchase homes because, you know, when they purchase then, they're not getting their kids moved out of school districts. If they're having to move out of a school district, um, they're not having to move them during the middle of the school year. So um, really looking forward to that. And I'm already seeing, you know, on, on deals like I'm helping my cousin right now. Um, she's purchasing out. She's over in the, uh, she's over in Greece right now, and um, she'll be back here in April. And, uh, she put an offer on a house and it had like six or seven offers and it was like a, a guaranteed situation above appraisal. So, you know, that stuff is still going on. It's not, you know, the norm, I would say as it was during the pandemic when they were just kind of, that's what it was, but on some properties that a lot of people are liking um, that's what it is. So the market is definitely still hot. Um, And and I know when interest rates get a little bit lower, I think that's going to bring even more people out here in the market. Correct.
1: And then a lot of people who did lock and close at the end of last year, they're going to be getting ready to refinance.
0: So. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm definitely looking forward to to that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Valentine's Day was dope too. Um, you know, typically we don't do very much, Brooke and I. Like we don't do nothing like crazy. We'll just kind of maybe do dinner or do something nice at the house. Um, you know, with having young kids, man, a lot of times it's, it's, it's difficult to, mm-hmm. <laughs> to do anything. Like, I mean, really anything, mm-hmm. right? So um, what we did this year, we was like, hey, you know, the kids will be in school. Let's go and eat breakfast together, or a brunch. Um, so our favorite spot to be in the Biscuit. Um, I still haven't been there. Yeah, I've been there still. You got to check yeah. it out, man. It's really I good. I remember
1: when uh, Keith, y'all, clowned me about
0: uh, <laughs> what happened?
1: About that restaurant. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah we did, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: The restaurant's good, man. It's my favorite um, breakfast spot around here. I like... Uh, I like Bay Local a lot, and I like Tulu. Uh, I went Tulu. to Bay Local, finally. Yeah, I like Bay Local and Tulu. Those places are really, really nice, too, but Tulu, being a biscuit.
1: Yeah, I don't, yeah. Oh, Tulu, Tulu is in, um, in the Marriott yeah. down at
0: Oceanfront. Yeah, it's pretty good. Okay. Every time we stay there, we always uh, get breakfast there, so they're they're good. But being the biscuit, man, they got it, man. We went there. We dropped the kids off at school. Our kids go to school at 8, dropped them off at 8, and mm-hmm. we went directly there, got there like 8.30, had an hour and a half wait.
1: That's so half. we we sat. That's how it was when we went to Bay Local. We sat there for probably about an hour. It was an hour and a half, but it was close to an hour. It was yeah,
0: crazy. we were. Yeah, we ended up being there. I mean, as far as the wait, it was like an hour. It was lower. I was like they said an hour and a half, so they came in like hour fifteen minutes. I would say, but mm-hmm. we sat outside. That day actually was pretty nice. Uh, it was a little chilly in the morning, but we sat outside and uh, we had some mimosas while we were waiting, just talking. You know.
1: Yeah, that's how uh, Bay Local is. is so yeah. they come yep. and they give you like. Yeah, it was, uh, that was pretty cool. I got this, um, I'm not even a mimosa type of person, but they had this um, one that had like sherbet in it, and I did like a mango yeah, yeah. and a um, strawberry sherbet, and I'm that? not a big champagne person, so when I first tasted I was like, oh, yeah, no. But then, <laughs> as the sherbet started to melt, it is actually pretty a, good. a drink I would actually have again. Interesting, like, it okay, was, cool. It was actually pretty good, so, yeah, so. I was excited about that, but...
0: Yeah so yeah so like I said we we uh we, we obviously that, waited yeah. Yeah, we waited we ate breakfast the breakfast was good it's funny because every time I go to to be in a biscuit I always tell myself I'm going to try something different and I order the exact same thing
1: No, I'm terrible to, because what happens is
0: I'm terrible you about get that.
1: there you you're hungry before you get there Correct. right and it's a whole hour and a half of wait. And yep. so at that point, you're just like, give I know. me the regular. Go what I, know. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't trying nothing new yeah, just in case it's nasty. I yeah, can't wait yeah, another hour yeah. before y'all make me another plate. Yeah,
0: <laughs> man. And that's exactly what it is. Because, like, it's that, but it's just like, I don't know. Like, that's how I am. I know there's different people, how, like, I'm a person where if I know, like, if I'm planning to go out to eat somewhere, I like to look at the menu before I get there. Mm. So I'll sit there and kind of get my mind going. I may not make the final decision on what I want to eat, especially if it's maybe something I haven't eaten before. Um, but I'll look at the menu ahead of time, kind of get an idea of what I want. But specifically being a biscuit, I get the same thing as a steak and eggs every single time. And this time I was like, you know what? I'm going to switch it up. I told brother, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to switch it up. We sat down. She got something different. And I was like, Steak and eggs, and she started laughing at me. So I was like, "Yeah, I man, I couldn't, I couldn't switch it up. That's just what it was, man." But oh, food. so
1: you got steak and eggs?
0: Yeah, yeah, I got steak and I get the same thing every single time, man. So <laughs> is it, was,
1: it? did they cut it up for you?
0: What a steak! Yeah. Oh yeah, they cut up. Yeah, they cut up for you Yeah, that's why
1: you get it. Yeah, they
0: do. They do. <laughs> what do you say?
1: That's why you get it. Uh, it's already cut oh, up. Whatever,
0: like... man. I knew. Look, I knew there was a joke in it. I knew you were trying to carry me. I thought you was talking about just like a preference or something. But you was like, okay, like I'm a little kid or something. Okay. <laughs> nah, but uh, but yeah, the food was good. That's kind of what we did, man. I um, I hooked my you know Brooke and I uh, hooked my daughter with some flowers, so they really appreciated those. Sloan, she was uh. She was bragging about her flowers. She, I took a couple pictures of her, and then uh-huh. I Facetime my mother, and she was like, "He's like, grandma, look at my flowers, look at my flowers, look what daddy got me." And she was hugging on the flowers Aww. all like that, and she's put them, she put them near the window so they can get the proper sunlight and stuff, man. So That's she's cute. she's a girly girl, man. She's funny, man. Her favorite color is pink, so I had to get her some ple- uh, some pink, pink roses, flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was pretty cool, but um, but yeah, that was my Valentine's Day, man. That was that was pretty much. Uh, you know, it in a nutshell. Um, we had the town hall that same um that same day I think it was. I missed the town hall. We did. Um, so we I got mean, a lot of changes in. that are coming. Yeah, I mean we for told me. us. Um Yeah.
1: It was very um it was a lot <laughs> in one meeting, just put it like that. But yeah. all, also, it, it, I, it's it's going to benefit us in the mm-hmm. long run. It's just that, you know, anytime there's a lot of change all at once, it can be a bit frustrating when you first hear the news. Correct. But I think it'll be everything will be fine. Yeah. We just got system changes. Nothing like crazy. No layoffs or anything like that. But yeah. just, you know, it, when you get a new system, after you've pretty much learned a new system, it's kind of like, dang, I got to do this again. And so...
0: Yeah, Uh like I said, what I what I remember when I first got into the mortgage business, my mentor at the time, Lisa, what she told me was the only thing that's constant in the mortgage business is change. change. That was it. That was like what when she said it, but that that has been that has lived to be the truth. That is the truth, a
1: hundred percent. Yeah, if things ain't changing in our industry, something ain't right. Correct. You yeah. might that might be the warning to get out.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right about that, man. So, yeah. yeah. So yeah. So last week it was uh, it was good, man. Like you said, it was pretty busy, um, pretty steady with you know for February. February is the shortest month of the year. You know, still you know still shouting out Black History Month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Still shooting that out. Um, I remember you said um, I remember I had mentioned to you my dad's birthday. Uh, was the week before, so I know this week was your son's birthday, right? It
1: was. Okay. So, <clears throat> Valentine's Day, we did, like, we did roses, well, you know, the whole roses thing, candy. So, everybody got, all the girls got roses and balloons, um, Carter got balloons, and then, um that wednesday was his birthday oh we went we had Cutlass grill for dinner so we did mm, we ordered out okay yep had that and then that Wednesday we didn't really want to like do nothing crazy because the ne- very next day is carter's birthday okay so
0: she <clears throat> so almost had him on uh, valentine's day then that'd have been dope to have him have a valentine's day baby that'd be sweet
1: yeah cool. no i didn't I I, I I didn't schedule could you should you should
0: have you, you know should've... i could have
1: had him on valentine's day oh okay yeah I just scheduled for the fifteenth, just like my daughter. Her birthday is on July thirty first, the day after mine. I could have had her on my birthday. We could share. Oh man,
0: so two. Oh man, why yeah. you did you? So I you scheduled on both. Scheduled? Nope. Okay, you wanted to, you want you wanted to have that to be different, I guess. Yep. or Whatever. I understand. Yep. That's understandable. I Understand. Yeah.
1: Okay. So, um, we we did that on Valentine's Day. We we all hung out, whatever, and then um, the next day, no. The day of Valentine's Day, I went and ordered Carter's balloons and his cake and um, got his gifts. So then that way, he could wake up to it in the morning. Oh, that's what's up. Tell me why I went to Party City and got him a three-year-old balloon.
0: You said a three-year-old a, balloon? Yes, a, a, mean? A,
1: a three. A number three. Oh, the
0: number three? And my son I, he's is turning four. He's four, right? Yeah, I am about to say he just because yes. yeah, him and Niall are pretty close in I guess year. I
1: must have been super busy and... I was like, I, I walked in there. You got home
0: with them. You left home with the balloons and three. They
1: were in my closet. Oh pen, wow! Everything, <laughs> and I didn't even think, or it didn't even come to like, I realization that I had messed up until like, I had I was told telling my oldest daughter, I was like, yeah, I already got his candle. I got a candle that said number three on it. Thank oh, you got a candle I, too? Yes, candle too. Thank <laughs> goodness I didn't put anything on the cake that said three. But I was telling her, I was like, yeah, look, I got the candle. The balloons are hidden upstairs in one of the closets waiting for the morning time. And she looked at me with the straightest face. It was like, you know, he's turning four, right? Oh, she so was like, is the one
0: that, like, turned the light bulb on for me. Yes.
1: <laughs> I was like, oh, snap. Funny. So then I ended up having to go get a number four balloon, get a number four candle. It was like this whole thing. But anyways... We ended up, um, he ended up waking up that morning like Christmas. It was crazy. He woke up at like four or something in the morning like, it's my birthday. Oh, for real? Yes. <laughs> so then I was like, okay. So I was crazy. like, go, to you know, go, I told him to go do something, go potty or something to give me enough time to get the balloons out of the closet. And so when he walked, by the time he walked back in the room, he saw the balloons. He was super excited because he loves Sonic the Hedgehog and he loves balloons, like okay. specifically balloons. Okay. And so um, he went to school that day. When he got out of school, um, James picked him up. They went and got a haircut early, like around 12, 1 o'clock-ish, I want to say. So by the time they got back, we ended up taking him to go jump. And we went to this jump place. Um, So we all jumped. I actually jumped, which I don't normally do. But my kids jump, were like you're about like
0: trampoline park. Yeah. Like, oh, okay.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh,
0: you said you jumped. <laughs>
1: I did. And I don't normally do that stuff. I usually am the mom that sits off to the side. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, baby, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> so I got out there. My oldest daughter. She she thought that uh, I was an old lady and couldn't move. Uh-huh. Yeah, I had to show her out. You know. Uh-huh. And then you didn't we break were,
0: no bones or nothing like that, nah, right? Nah. Is that why you go to the chiropractor? No, no. Nah,
1: that
0: kind of shifted while you was on the trip, believe mm No. Nah, nah.
1: <laughs> nope, not this time. Okay, no, just playing. But we went, we left there, and then we went to eat. We actually ate at Olive Garden. My, oh, my, one of my favorites. Girls here. chose that, chose that restaurant. I don't even. I'm not a fan of Olive Garden. So anymore. I'm, I'm gonna
0: say this. So I. Olive Garden. Growing up, if you were to ask me when I was teenage in high school, oh. what my favorite restaurant was, really? my parents would say Olive Garden. I, I had. Red Lobster I would say, was mine. Red Lobster was yours. Yeah. So Red Lobster was where we went sometimes. We went to Red Lobster and Golden Corral at the church. Yeah, so I, never, I felt like I ate I that so much.
1: I just had Golden Corral as an adult.
0: I haven't had Golden Corral in so many. I so, had it as at an adult Probably eight years when I Golden lived Corral.
1: here. VA. That's when yeah. I first had Golden Corral. Never oh, even real? heard. You never had it, it
0: before. That? Nah. Oh, Okay. Uh-uh.
1: Wow. I remember. <laughs> Did y'all I have was like pregnant. something like
0: a buffet like similar to like what Golden Corral is like? Maybe y'all version of that.
1: Well, they had they had Golden Corral in Miami. It's just that you oh, you wasn't you going to, to Golden it. Corral unless you lived like. You ain't going to Golden Corral on South Beach or in downtown or in Little Havana. Like those are the places I live. So okay. Yeah, you you go to Golden Corral if you out there like in Hollywood, like in the like way out where okay. it ain't. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> where where you wouldn't wouldn't visit if you came to Miami. I got you.
0: I yeah. Got you. I got so
1: you. and then growing up in Michigan, they had a Ponderosa.
0: I've heard of that before. And yeah. they
1: had Big Boy. That was another.
0: I feel like I've heard about it. I never. Yeah, it was like, but that's more
1: so like a breakfast buffet. So like, I think they cut off or they closed early. They didn't offer dinner. Okay. Like how Golden Corral does. Golden Corral is like all day around, Yeah, yeah. That's how Ponderosa was. Okay. And I'm probably pronouncing it wrong, but that's.
0: I remember. Hey, look, my folks. Probably say every letter. (laughs) Yeah, you probably yeah, because you be butchering stuff. I don't know what's going on with some of your (laughs) with some of your enunciations, boy. You be like, what, like. But uh, but time nah, time. I, I will say I remember growing up. We used to hit all the places at the church. It was a lot of buffets. We would go to Corral. We would do Red Lobster when it was like a, a celebration, like if mm-hmm. it was like Father's Day, or if it was like somebody's birthday, or if it was mm-hmm. just like hey, we my dad must have got paid it was near the first and the fifteenth because he was military. We would go to what? Red Lobster. But outside of that, we would hit the we would hit uh hit, hit the buffets up. But I tell you, the one place that I used to like a lot, I want to ask you if you ever been here or heard of it, Piccadilly's.
1: I've never been to Piccadilly's, hear, but there's one before? in Miami.
0: There's one in Miami? Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, Piccadilly's was my, my spot. My daughter so has was, been
1: there a lot. Uh, Maya, yeah. she's been to Piccadilly's like she,
0: man. every Sunday. Piccadilly's, she used they to used to have, have one in Norfolk, man. All my folks here locally that's listening, <laughs> y'all know Piccadilly's, man. Piccadilly's was the buffet joint. It was like a cafeteria-style buffet. Yeah, though. that's so how they And so they would have like the plates me. of the food, man. And mm-hmm. they it felt like, see, Piccadilly's was different for the... It was like, an
1: upscale version of Gold.
0: Yeah, it was like somebody, mama was back there making the food. It was oh. a little different versus like Golden Corral. It was like, it was just like yeah. cafeteria, like you going to school type of thing. Like, nah, Piccadilly was like that. You Remember how you were in high school or middle school, had the hot lunch line? Uh, like, it was like, that was everything. Like, it was it was good. We used to funny. go to Piccadilly's every now and then. I remember they ended up shutting that joint down. It was always a very long line.
1: Yeah, no, um, I never there. never ate there either. I mean, I'm, I think it's probably because I'm not a huge fan of Buffet. Yeah. So... Like, even when I was a kid, it's funny because you would see, like, the, unfortunately, back then. This is what my eyes saw back then, so don't judge me now, but this is what my eyes uh-huh. saw. You would always see, like, the big people, pants hanging off their butt, yeah. butt crack showing, and then they don't wash their hands, and then they going in and scooping up. I saw that as a kid, <laughs> and, I, and it scarred me, so... <laughs> I was like, I don't want you breathing on my food. I want my
0: own plate. Yo, you know what's crazy? So last night, look, Brooke, and she's going to give me for saying this. Her favorite show to watch on TV is 600 Pound Life. That is literally literally her favorite show to watch. I was just watching
1: an episode of that not long ago.
0: So I was watching it last night, and, like, she's so, like, I don't know what it is about this show, but she just likes to see big people. But she likes to see them, like, you know, like, overcome, like, their hunger... Yeah. You know, not hunger, but, like, their eating habits and then, like, end up losing weight. And she likes Dr. Nalzard, obviously the doctor, the little short guy that yeah. comes in and how he talks and how he's, like, so matter-of-fact with yes. the people or whatever. Yeah. Like, she just loves that. So, yesterday... um you know, we had a whole bunch of errands just running around. So we finally got home and sat down, and the kids were playing. So she wanted me to watch that with her. And I've watched it with her several times before, man. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. So I, I, I remember seeing the guy was actually sitting there eating. And I was like, oh, my like I was like, I'm about to throw up my mouth. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, he the dude was 700 pounds.
1: Yeah. This, it was, like, the crazy. The one I saw I'm not like, long ago, I don't know if it was a commercial or if it it's was, crazy. like, a, a short snippet. You know how Facebook... You the, like it'll those shows would come up mm-hmm. and it'll it'll play like twelve minutes. Of yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, episode. yeah, 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 So and this guy was eating like two, three pizzas in one sitting, and I was just like, oh my goodness, like yeah. I don't see how he's doing that, but.
0: But honestly, a lot of these people, man, they be going, like, they be, like, food is their, like, remedy of, like, they have, like, some issues, like, you know, it'd be depression, it'd be, like, stuff that happened to them when they was a kid, and food um, is just, like, a comfort thing that makes them feel good, and kind of, like, numbs them away from being away from whatever they're going through, so it's, like, I'm not joking to people that's like that, you know what I'm saying, but it's just, like, it's crazy, like, to see somebody that that's, they're really that big, Mm -hmm. like, it's just, so, yeah, but I'm just kind of, I went left because of what you said as far as uh you know buffet eating or whatever yeah. man. So Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. So then um let's see. We have we have an event coming up. So we actually yep. um launched it what last I think it was Wednesday, right? Did we launch it? Did we start telling people about it on Wednesday? I think sure, it was I, Wednesday. Might have been. I can't Yeah, remember. it was it Wednesday cuz yeah. we had a meeting.
0: Yeah. Well I I no, been it a was little a before Wednesday that before. 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 It was week before. Okay, yeah. well
1: we have 40 people RSVP so yeah. that's just like awesome we're super excited about that yeah I think it's gonna be a great turnout
0: yeah to so an appreciation
1: to a lot of the uh, different agents that we work with and then also invited like some of the ones that we would like to work with so yeah, yeah hopefully good, this man. event will build new connections and uh, uh, keep everlasting ones so. yeah
0: yeah I'm excited man this uh you know Margarita Day. So it should be a good time, man. I don't normally to be drinking margaritas, man, but I guess, you know, you know I'll, I'll wanna... be in the spirit. I'm, I'm going to have me a mark, man. Yeah. I'll have me a mark, so. Yeah, I don't
1: yeah. drink margaritas. Yeah. Tito's me, please. <laughs> Tito's me, please. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, that's pretty much everything that we had going on for the week. I mean, it was it was actually kind of busy last week. I it mean, was. Especially, like, at least for me, my, my son's birthday, Valentine's Day, that pretty much took up two days, and then... The other three days was just kind of like us trying to get in where we fit in pretty much just trying to you know we still have active uh, loans going on we still have contracts we still have new people reaching out for applications and kind of going over those whether we approve them or deny them so mixing in all the you know regular life stuff with what we do um every day it was a it was a jam packed week, yeah, at least for was. me, last week. Yeah,
0: it definitely was. Definitely was, man. Like I said, this year has been starting off pretty busy, which I like. Busy yeah. is normally good. So yeah. I'm excited. All
1: right, guys. So now we're going to get into the exercise your knowledge segment. So during this segment of the podcast, we ask you a mortgage related question and we want you to think about the answer of this question. Keep it at the back of your mind because don't worry, we will give you the answer later on in the podcast. So today's exercise your knowledge question is if let me give you a little bit of information up front then I'm going to ask the question. So if you just graduated from college and now you have started your new career job how long are you required to wait before you can purchase a home?
0: That's a good question.
1: That's a good question because we have you know we're what it's February we got a bunch of college graduates getting ready to graduate mm-hmm. here in the next few months so you know what what can you do once you you know i'm pretty sure you're applying to new jobs now mm-hmm. so then that way upon graduation you can go right into your field
0: Sure, so you even can have you buy some i'm about to say you even have some folks to because you know some folks graduate you know in the winter time but like yep. my sister my little sister she graduated in December, Achievers. Yeah, she did. She early, <laughs> yeah, she three, three and a half years. Ago, so, yeah, so like they may now already just now started their career top of yeah. this year. So, uh-huh. yeah, when, how soon can you purchase homes? Good yeah. question. Yep, good
1: very comment. good question. All right, so guys, we today's topic is gonna be all things taxes, right? So, now that we're at pretty much the beginning or hmm, we're a little over the beginning of the tax season. Um, there has been some things that have came up since we are in tax season that um, has affected our personal applications. So yeah. we thought, why not talk about it on the podcast? Yeah. Because those are things that are very important when you're purchasing a property.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, taxes and are... the
1: biggest one is delinquent taxes.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that one is, uh, is definitely one that... Uh, We we start where I've seen, I would say, recently a lot more than uh, before. Um, Obviously, with the pandemic, I think a lot of that stuff, you know, things, you know, folks, they're not working and just kind of things being processed a little bit differently and, Mm -hmm. you know, a little delayed or whatnot. So, um, yeah, delinquent taxes is something that I've seen a lot of. Um, What we want to do is like Sophia just mentioned, we want to kind of just bring it up being that we're in tax season, you know, right in the middle of it now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, there's some things that we've seen recently that. Um, we feel that, hey, if we have conversations about it, it could be better help folks that are out there getting their taxes done or folks that are looking to purchase houses in the near future um, who are self-employed. Because right? yeah. that's typically when you're buying a house, um, the folks uh, that we need to see their taxes are most of the time is folks that are self-employed, right? right. Yeah, so folks that are self-employed or folks that have... Um, you know multiple properties already where you know they have their properties uh, on their tax returns we have to take a look and see kind of how that stuff is looking
1: mm-hmm. so or your yeah. 1099 employees yeah, or yeah. people who own their own business yeah
0: contract employees yeah all mm-hmm. those yeah all those folks Any, anybody who's not necessarily an employee of a company that doesn't receive a w-2 we typically got to see those tax returns to make sure we uh we have your your income and what, what you're telling uncle sam is uh, is what you're telling us
1: yes exactly <laughs> so, yeah. so I think we actually talked about this at one point before. So when you're self-employed, typically the lender is going to be looking for a two-year history. Well, whenever doesn't matter if you're self-employed or if you're employed by an employer, we're going to look for a two-year history, right? Correct. But the way to identify self-employed his uh, two years history is us looking at your tax returns. Yeah. So it's the income that you report to the IRS. So let's take let's let's break that down, right? So you go, you're self-employed. You get back your 1099 at the end of the year, yeah. or you report your income at the end of the year, and your gross sales is 500 thousand. Okay, I think that's a good good number to start with, right? Yeah. So You sure uh, not
0: 300 thousand? You sure? Not yeah, 300? we're not oh. buying a house. Okay. This is income. All right. Okay. Just, just checking.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so your your gross sales, your company has, you know, they've. Sold five hundred thousand, right? But then your company has employees. It has expenses. Even if it doesn't have employees, it still has expenses, and so it has all these different things that you can write off. And let's say you decide that you want to write off four hundred and fifty thousand dollars of that income. Okay, as a self-employed person, that actually benefits you to write off. Those expenses because that's less taxes that you pay because you're only going to be paying the taxes on the difference, which is on that net income, yeah, and that's considered your net income, right? But when you are looking to make purchases, right, this is when it can hurt you because if you have debts, then we're looking at your net income, and that net income. Um, divided over 12 months is then divided over the debts that you pay monthly and so um, you always want to make sure that as a self-employed borrower that you're preparing for a new purchase something especially as big as a home because that's something that we're going to verify we're going to verify what you report to the IRS for the past two years and we're going to take an average of that income so self-employed income especially when it comes to um, reporting the income correctly, you just wanna make sure that you put the right information in there, get with your CPA, get with your tax advisor, let them know ahead of time what your goals are for the next upcoming year or so, so then that way you know how to report your taxes. Now, with you being self-employed all year long, you probably haven't paid taxes on any of your income, so then at the end of of the year, typically you owe taxes right because you haven't paid on anything now how does that affect you with the mortgage yeah
0: yeah. so I want to kind of harp back on what Sophia said there because I can't tell you how many times where we have a buyer come to us and um, we get their tax returns and it shows um, it's not a true indication of what that person is actually uh, making Mm -hmm. right Um, and so obviously I understand you know writing a lot of things off to avoid paying taxes but at the end of the day when it comes to buying a home we can only use uh, the income that you're telling uncle sam that you're paying taxes on to qualify you right so um you know a lot of times folks are showing negative income so even from that example that you mentioned sophia that that at least is showing positive income right That's true right but a lot of times i mean i would say even more times than not i get folks that are turning tax returns into me that yep. say, Hey, they have all this money, they make all this money, but their tax return is showing that they've made negative income for that year. And so, for I her,
1: had someone, it was funny. I had a lady call me and she was like, I write everything off,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was
1: like, What, yeah, like, man. it was her first like, it, besides you know, a greeting, like, Hey, how are you? My name is so and so. She said her name, you know, yeah, first thing, I write everything yeah. off. I was like, Well, honey, you ain't buying a house today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: You can write that house off too, then, because that ain't happened. Happen. <laughs> yeah, man. But nah, seriously, though. I mean, that's something that I want to make sure because, and that's why I stress. And I got one of my one of my best friends, man. He's he's a CPA. He's an accountant. And there's ways to illustrate, you know, writing things off and still have positive income shown if you'd be able to purchase a house. Correct. Um, one practice I do. I'm not an accountant, but obviously, if you're self-employed, you know, as you're as you're earning income throughout the year. Um, you want to put money away for taxes. I mean, this is just a good practice. Like, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, any, any person would tell you like, hey, you know, put a couple dollars away as you make money because that's one of the luxuries as a self-employed person is the responsibility is on you, right? Versus Correct. someone who works for a company, the tax is mm-hmm. already taken out for them. So they don't, they don't get to, you know, remove that from their income themselves. Mm-hmm. That's already something that the employer does for them, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, just be mindful of that. Uh, that's something I just wanted to, to make sure that folks knew. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But yeah. but you also had to talk about what was it the how the how the. I forget. Never mind. Were you about to say. I'm sorry. Yeah. You did ask me a question. What yeah. was the question? I forgot now.
0: Look, you... <laughs> I got down that rabbit hole of taxes, Because <laughs> I, like I see it all like the time, time. man. Nah, no, I'm serious. Like I, <laughs> it's people who I like really, really want to help buy a house, and it's like everything else is great, credit's great, everything's good, and it's like they show negative forty thousand dollars, and I'm like, yo, if your business really was negative forty thousand dollars, you wouldn't be wanting to try to buy a house right now. You'd be trying to figure out how to make make stuff work. Like, so come on, let's really get a true indication or illustration of how your taxes are, what your income truly is for the year.
1: Yes, 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 that's true.
0: But I know one thing you had asked me, I mean, I'll jump in on this one. I guess I don't know if this is what you asked me right before I kind of went down that rabbit hole, but Mm -hmm. uh, you did, we we, we did kind of talk about um, delinquent taxes, right? Yes. So, you know, delinquent taxes, when you're buying a house, you have to be- Yes, that's what I asked
1: you. How does that, like, talk about how that works?
0: Yeah, so when you're buying a house, delinquent taxes, right- you have to be on a payment arrangement with those delinquent taxes. So there's really two different ways you can handle delinquent taxes. Once you file your taxes and your accountant or the tax preparer, whoever is helping you with your taxes, um, tell you, hey, you owe X amount of dollars, um, you want to do one of two things. You want to go ahead and uh, either pay those taxes. So if you have the ability to go ahead and pay those, that's obviously the first option. Um, The second option is get on an approved uh, payment arrangement with the IRS, right? Um, And so, because when it comes to buying a house, what happens is if you're, you know, delinquent with your taxes, that puts the mortgage company at risk because the IRS could put a lien against your home, Mm -hmm. right? So we want to make sure that you're all good with Uncle Sam. And, yep. and the way that that is and is... the liens
1: take priority. IRS tax liens take priority over, over mortgage. the mortgage company. So that's why it's a risk. So exactly. let's say when you get ready to sell the house, mm-hmm. the IRS is going to get their money off top in the mortgage company. Exactly. So the mortgage lender doesn't want to be at risk in that capacity. So Correct. what they'll do is is they'll make sure that you set yourself up on a payment plan and they actually want to see that you have been making on time payments exactly. as well. Exactly. So the payment of plan alone means nothing if you're not making the payments. Exactly.
0: So. Yeah. So we typically <coughs> want to see depending on the loan type some loan types, it's it's just one payment that you've made so far. Especially mm-hmm. if you're within that same tax year where you've just established that payment arrangement, mm-hmm. we want to see that you've made that one payment to get started on that arrangement. Um, if it's a previous year where you've, um, you know, if it's the year before, two years before mm-hmm. that, uh, we want to see that you've made three on-time payments and that you're currently making on-time payments with uh, with that arrangement as well. So, you know, that's something that's very critical. I can't tell you how many times that, you know, I've helped someone or, or tried to help someone buy a house. And we find out, you know, a little bit later in the game that they owe taxes from a previous year. um, And then that, you know, then delays the timeline of when we could actually help them purchase a house, right? So they have maybe a previous year, when we get those tax transcripts back, they're gonna tell us exactly what's going on, Mm -hmm. right? Because sometimes the tax returns, you've maybe amended them, or we may not have the most updated information for you. So the tax transcripts are coming straight from the IRS and they're gonna let us know exactly what your status is with those previous taxes and also the current year if you've Mm -hmm. actually filed in those current years. So I can't tell you um, too much or tell you too many times like you got to go ahead and secure whatever your taxes are so pay them if you can if not please go on a payment arrangement and make sure that you're making good on those, uh, those payments.
1: and from my understanding i mean i you know knock on wood i have i've i don't i have never owed taxes in that capacity oh, just yet but from what i do know they charge you interest on what you owe, oh, right? of course, yeah. So, even if you're on a payment plan, you're getting charged interest, and from my understanding, it's a lot higher than your average interest rate. So, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. So I, I mean, I've,
0: I can't say just me as an entrepreneur, I think most entrepreneurs out there could, could speak for this. I mean, I've, I have I would say that at least the last six years, I've owed taxes every single year. Yeah. Now, some years, I've like I said, I've, I've you know been able to befriend a pretty good accountant who's who's able to help. Um, navigate some things where I'm. I owe a lot less now than what I used to owe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's it's something that's almost inevitable, especially if you're got your hands in a lot of different things. So.
1: Yeah. 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 See, for me, I, I mean, I do have a business, but, I, yeah, we've we've just navigated it to where I haven't yeah. been in that situation just yet. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean. God willing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As you expand and grow, I
0: mean, it, it happens. It, it's just going to happen. So, but, uh, but, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. So, um, I know that also within your tax return, another thing that we definitely look at is uh, depreciation. Yes. And we take a look at your Schedule E. And so, those are some things that can potentially help with adding income. Yeah. And then the other one, like your Schedule E, that actually lets the lender know – specifically like what you're reporting as income if you have rental properties so Correct. Um, we get this all the time we have people who you know maybe owned a house in the past they no longer live there but now they're renting the property out and i've had it to where you know they don't even report the full 365 days or they don't report all of the income received and then You know, when they want to buy a house and they're trying to offset that mortgage, saying, well, I have a lease agreement, well, on your tax return, if you're not reporting the income, we have to use what's on your tax return to offset that mortgage payment. So it's always important to be as truthful as you can. Um, with your tax returns, especially when you know you're ready to purchase a home in the next upcoming years. Absolutely. As a self-employed borrower. It's very important. You have to prepare. If I can't say this enough, self-employed borrowers prepare for your purchase. Correct. You can't wake up one day, and unless unless you're reporting everything like in a manner of where income is in the positive, you can't wake up one day and say, oh, I want to buy a house. It just doesn't, it, it, it doesn't fit your lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately. I mean, right? unless, like you said. Unless unless yeah. you have a positive net income consistently and you don't really have to worry about that. And you pay your taxes on time. You don't, you know, have any delinquencies. Then you're good. You're the ideal borrower. Correct. But unfortunately, that's not always the case. Correct.
0: And a couple of things I wanted to mention too, because um, these are questions that I get. Um, pretty frequently now. I think we mentioned it one on our previous episode. So um, We we look at things in a two-year window, mm-hmm. right? So for most of the people who are buying houses that are self-employed We're gonna want to see the last two years of completed tax returns mm-hmm. and we're gonna average the income So that's how we come up with your income. We average from one year to the next so a lot of times, you know, where are helping someone whose business has just started, you know, you know, there's typically more growth from that first, second, that's normally that big jump that you make mm-hmm. once you kinda get things started and everything like that. So that's why we take it, take a look at things in a two year window, because we wanna make sure that, hey, if we're giving you a 30 year loan, that, you know, that the business is, is sustainable, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why we can't just base things, you know, on just, hey, your profit and loss, or you just started this business and now you got a couple of uh, checks. So uh, no, that's different, when you're self-employed, you know that's a whole different ball game versus being an employee for a company that's been established, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that you know that. Now there is some some exceptions to that. Now if you're like, I'll use an example as a mechanic. If you've been working as a mechanic um, and you've been an employee at a company, and you say, hey, you know, I want to step out there and do my own self, own thing as a mechanic, and then you do one year, and we can see that, hey, you transition from one uh, from being an employee as the same doing the same thing, and then now become your own business owner and do the same thing, and we could see that the income hasn't dropped, maybe it's jumped, maybe you've seen that there was an opportunity to make more money, Mm -hmm. Um, then we could potentially help you, and you can use just that one year tax return, um, as long as there's been a history of you being in that same industry and you're doing that same job. Yeah, Um, I just had
1: someone reach out to me last night about this same situation. Yeah, so I want to make sure that you
0: guys know that, because I know that's something that um you know even like truck got, drivers yeah truck title. drivers huge, uh, a beautician someone who yeah. does hair at a, at, a, at a company and then just steps on and does their own thing mm-hmm. um so that's something i really want to make sure that you understand And like sophia mentioned as well that depreciation thing is, is huge because a lot of times um you know we can add back depreciation and that's something that you know happens in a business like your business will go through a, a period of time where you know there is depreciation in the business and so therefore whatever is being depreciated can be added back, so also taxes and things like that that could potentially be added back as well. So um, there's different and ways. And you
1: were also talking about uh, 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 personally how the benefit of like an S corp versus Correct. Uh, being yeah. self-employed. So yeah. for, for me personally, I have I hold an LLC. I yeah. don't have an S corp, but um, I do know that potentially you could have what tax benefits for the S corp. Correct.
0: Yeah. So all it is is you know if you have a business, right? now you could file taxes for that business and run it as an escort and then what happens is you're going to pay taxes they'll run it back through on your personal return mm-hmm. and so you'll pay taxes um at a much lower tax rate if it's ran through an escort now obviously i'm not an accountant so i'm not giving you advice now know, yeah, or cpa anything so advisor. speak yeah speak to your tax advisor and they'll be able to instruct you on what's right for your situation but for me personally you know it i was able to benefit from not having to pay that self-employment tax. That self-employment yeah. tax is over like 30-something percent. And I think when you run the taxes through your S-Corp, it's like half of that, or a little, maybe a little more okay. than half of that, but yeah. it's still a, considerably less than that yeah. 30-some-odd percent that you're paying as a, you know, through the self-employment tax. So it, it makes a lot more sense to to, to have your taxes uh, set up and your business structured yeah. that way. So. And
1: honestly, guys, I mean, obviously Brian doesn't, he's not a tax advisor, but sometimes knowing a little bit of this information actually benefits you because then you know to go to your tax advisor and what questions to Correct. potentially ask because you can sometimes go and sit in front of your tax advisor and they can give you information but if you don't know what what questions to ask i mean it's kind of like how could they help you how could they help benefit you when they think that you know as little as possible and you're trying to get you know just a little small thing done yeah so i just ask questions to, man
0: yeah i mean yeah. i'm a person out of youtube stuff i ask questions Um, Correct. You know, I mean, I I I trust. But there had
1: there had to be something that sparked, like, there had to be something that sparked your interest in an S corp versus the LLC to then research it, to then ask your tax advisor. So I think that the information that you just gave was just kind of like that spark. So now someone could listen to this podcast and potentially be like, oh, okay, so there is a tax difference. Well, let me Google that. Okay. Well, once they find out a little bit of information, they can go then and speak to their CPA. Correct. And that person can give them the best advice moving forward with their particular scenarios. That's correct. Yes. That's
0: correct.
1: But, again, all things uh, taxes, just make sure that if, you know, you owe um, or if you have delinquent taxes, because I actually have a situation right now where um, I have someone who, owed delinquent taxes in year 2020 and 2021 in which she was on a payment plan but then she needed to file her 2022 tax return in order to qualify for the mortgage because she wrote off so much stuff in 2020 and with this particular situation um now she owes for 2022 in uh, taxes and so she had to set up a new payment plan and make her initial payment and um just the the waiting period of getting all these things done and in order um it it it's affecting the mortgage um close date so um with us being in tax season it's just important information to have and to know and to kind of get things combed out before things get started
0: correct yeah that's that's very true yeah. very true i can't harp that on enough um, like I said, I can't tell you how many times, because, you know, a lot of times when you're buying a house, um, timing is everything, right? So yes. you find a house you love, you know, that, you know, you get, let's say you get on a contract, that, that timer is going off right then there. You have a contract that says, hey, things have to be completed in a certain amount of time. And, you know, I can't tell you how many times I've unfortunately had a self-employed person where, their taxes in some form or fashion has derailed the situation sometimes mm-hmm. I'm you know sometimes I try to make sure that we don't get to that point obviously with checks but sometimes it's, it's impossible for me to know um, until we've actually gone through a full application with them, as far as getting their tax transcript, seeing what previous years did because you know once you turn your tax return into me it doesn't it doesn't tell me if you paid or did not pay your taxes That's right true. So sometimes we have to wait once we get that information back from a third party and that's when we find it out. Yep. You know? So I will try when to ask those don't questions. Tell us the truth. I was gonna say I was gonna say I ask questions sometimes. Hey, do, do you owe any tax? Are you paying your tax? I like, no. And they'll tell us no, but then we'll find out that they are. And then it's like, hey, like I, we always
1: find out. Yeah,
0: we do. We do. We find out. We find we out, do. man. So it's just like it's one of the situations where like you know it, it puts us in a bad spot, man, and mm-hmm. it really could put you in a situation where you don't get the home that you were, that you were looking for, that you yes. would hope for. So yes, yes. You know.
1: All right, guys, so I hope that that was very informational. If you're self-employed, use that, utilize that information. So earlier in the segment, we um, asked the exercise your knowledge question, and if you are just now tuning in, the exercise your knowledge um, question that we asked is mortgage-related, and we asked the question so we can see or gauge your knowledge, right? So I'll go ahead and re-ask the question, But um, just let's see if your answer was along the lines of what the actual answer is. So today's exercise your knowledge question was, if you have just graduated from college and now you're you're getting ready to start your new career, how long are you required to wait before you can purchase a new home? Drum roll?
0: Drum roll, let's do it. All right, so the answer is... We can count the two. We can count your school history as as a a part of your your income history, basically, right? Mm -hmm. So there's really no waiting time. So Mm -hmm. I've helped doctors who's been in school for eight, nine straight years and have no work history within that last two-year window, Mm -hmm. uh, but they received an offer from a hospital that they're going to start working at, or they just started working at, and we're able to help them buy a home immediately, right? So we just want to see that there is some type of you know work or education history within the last 2 years that can be documented and that it makes sense right yes. we're not going to penalize you for being in school to f- help you and position you better in your career right yeah. so that's not going to be a situation where we're going to say hey you have to be working for a year or 2 years or 6 months you know just mm-hmm. for that to happen like no if you have a history of being in school um then we're okay with that now yeah. obviously there's some there's some people that are in situations where there's like you know, let's say you were in school and then you got out and then you didn't work for a long period of time, then we're going to want to see that you've reestablished yourself back into the into the work field, right? Yes. Or you, even if it's a situation where, let's say, you're um, you homemaker. know, a homemaker and, you know, or home mother. the home mother, and then you've, you know, obviously had children, you, you stopped working, and then now you're going to back to work. We're going to want to see that you've reestablished yourself back into the, the work environment, yes. right? But if there's a A track record or a history of you consistently being in school and you're literally just graduating and then Mm -hmm. working then uh, we're not gonna have any type of uh, probation period or time to wait for you to go ahead and buy your home
1: yes and and this also applies to let's say you you weren't in college let's say you went and got some type of certificate Mm -hmm. so let's say you were working a job and you were like you know what I want to do a career change I want to work in cybersecurity and you go to school and you get the certificate that they offer for cybersecurity. You, you know, you pass. You're good, and then now you go right into that, uh, that type of job. I mean, that makes sense too. Absolutely. So uh, we're just ultimately looking for job correlation. Like, how does your schooling benefit your current job? Correct. Yeah, yeah. we may even go as far as asking, you know, for a little letter of explanation showing like what that looks like to kind of paint the picture but definitely there's no true waiting period we just need a two-year history with limited to no gaps correct yep all right what's coming up well we got mentioned
0: that event we got right yes
1: we got the event coming up Yeah. you have the um home buying seminar yes
0: i do yeah i got a home buying seminar i'm looking forward to that that'll be this weekend um so they got me Got me working on Saturdays, man. Luckily, my son's game is so early in the morning that I won't have to miss his basketball game yeah. and I can just shoot over um, you know, here, actually, here at the office, and I'll be able to go ahead and uh, prepare for the and uh, seminar. So I'm looking I'm forward gonna to that. I'm going to
1: check out Ant-Man. Okay. I've been trying to go since, thir- since what, it came out on the Thursday night. Okay. I wanted to go. But okay. then I had, like, practice. It was just a whole bunch of... No, it wasn't practice. My daughter had um, banned SOL. So my daughter plays... Um, she she no longer I found out she no longer plays the trumpet. It's called a Faluga horn. It's mm, like never a never heard that before. It's like a she said that it's it's a trumpet and a French horn.
0: Combined or yeah. something. Okay.
1: That's what she plays. Interesting. Okay. But it's the same motion or keys. I, I don't speak that language, so I really don't know, but she said it's the same as a flute, so there's no, like, huge difference in how you play it. So that's how she's able to play it, and she's the only one who plays it in her in her band. I don't even know
0: how to... Okay. <laughs> yeah, <the laughs> I, didn't go, I didn't play... Not choir, but no, uh, orchestra band. or No, yeah.
1: orchestra is orchestra, band is band, okay. choir is choir. Okay. But okay. I don't know what, like... Yeah, I don't know, like, how you refer to them okay you know what i mean i got you in her band right yeah she's the only one in her band that's that makes the most sense to me yeah (laughs) Yeah, it
0: makes sense to me too
1: (laughs) so yeah she um so she had sols that night and then after that me and her and one of the other girls moms or her daughter we actually got together and had dinner together because we were there late that night we and she had to stay and watch the high school folks uh, perform theirs. It was just like this whole thing. So okay, we we were there pretty late, and me and Maya didn't have dinner. And the other the other two were with Dad, and he fed them, bathed them. They were in bed by the time we got home. So okay, that was pretty cool. Um, let me see what else. Uh, oh, I'm gonna check out Ant Man, and then uh, this weekend is actually um, the last. Uh, It's my final game in volleyball. Okay. And then um, Monday night, we'll find out if we make the playoffs. Okay. And if we do, the next weekend will be the finals. Okay. And we'll be done with that team. So, no more going to the oceanfront for volleyball.
0: Okay. Thank you. Well, good luck. Good luck with that for sure. Good luck, man. (sighs) My weekend is pretty, like I said, other than the home buying... Excuse me, home buyout seminar on Saturday. Um, that's pretty much really all I have planned. I you know, just going kind to of relax pretty much this weekend. Last couple weekends, I've had different things. Yeah. You know, Super Bowl, went out to the comedy show and all that. So this weekend, just kind of relaxing and chilling. And, uh, you know, just getting prepared uh, for the next week work week. Kind of spend some yeah. time with the family. You know, probably do so. I think the weather's supposed to be pretty decent this weekend. So we will probably go do something, you know, kick it, you know, go outside yeah. somewhere. So, we
1: yeah. got that a virtual award ceremony, but it just so happens to be on the same day of our uh, of our event
0: mm-hmm. in
1: Town Center. So we won't attend that, but hopefully there'll be some awards soon to come.
0: Yeah. So. Yeah, that'd be dope.
1: Yeah, that would mm-hmm. be pretty pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Last year I got an award. I was very shocked. Yeah,
0: yeah, I remember that. I remember I knew it. <laughs> I
1: was it. so shocked.
0: Yeah, I remember I knew. I was trying to, I'm so, I was... Trying not to say anything to you. I wanted to tell you, but I was like, nah, I'm gonna make sure that you get the surprise yeah. element of it because uh, they had asked me some questions because they, you were rather new to the company at the time. So, yeah. they had asked me some questions Like they wanted to like ask you, but they didn't know how to ask you because they felt if they asked you, then you would kind of know something was up.
1: Oh, and I'm good at that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you can't, if you want to truly surprise me, you have to like say nothing because saying something. Is something for <laughs> saying me.
0: something is something. Yes, yeah.
1: you you have to you. like go s- s- silent. You can't do anything that is different than what you've done before because I'm gonna know. I, I I don't know how I know. I don't know if it's women's intuition, but I know all the time.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I hear you. So, I hear you. Yeah. So I, that's the why thing I said, they Yeah. So I didn't say nothing. I I knew obviously. You know, you know a little bit about you. Obviously, we've been, you know, friends for the last yeah. couple of years, man. So it's like, uh, I was like, all right, I gave them some information so they knew what to say, um, you know, when announcing you. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, that yeah. was actually pretty cool. I was yeah. very shocked, I must say. Yeah. So, you know, every uh, podcast we always like to end with a quote of the day to keep you positive um, for the rest of the week. So today's quote is.
0: You're gonna go with it. You go ahead.
1: All right. So you don't have to see the full staircase to take the first step.
0: There we go. Step out on faith. There we step go. Step out on faith. Yeah, yeah, definitely do it, man. I know sometimes we want to know what everything is before we make yes. that first jump or that first step. But a lot of times y- y- you're not going to know that. No. So you got to you got to take that first step. And as you take them steps, that's when you start fading it out. And that's when you start, mm-hmm. uh, you know, understanding exactly what's going on. But as long as you got faith in what you're doing and what you believe, man, there's no... There's no situation and there's no outcome that won't be good. So mm-hmm. gotta 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 take that first step though. Mm-hmm. Can't always look down the stairs and just look at it. Gotta go. Yep. Gotta take that step.
1: Gotta step. Gotta yeah. step forward. Yeah. Well, that's all the time that we have for you guys today. Please follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Mine's is S K B underscore mortgage.
0: Yep, and mine is uh Brian underscore Royster. That's B R Y A N underscore Royster. R O Y S T E R
1: did you change it up they both match
0: now <laughs> yeah they both match man they Woo! both match finally listen it only took
1: five episodes oh, to man. get there oh man okay alright All right, now All well right. thank you for listening to our podcast and we will see you next week
0: see you next week